thought I could see my own death before it happened. The Night Watch Zone. Monster Friday. Welcome to the channel, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight we've got Coriander, Killian, and special guest Angela from Morbid Heart Designs returning with us on our journey through the Final Destination series. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Good, good. All right. Tonight we're talking about Final Destination 3. This was supposed to be a trilogy that was the game plan in the beginning but of course this movie did so well that they continued past three and eventually we'll get to uh, those other movies too um before we start with you guys let me just see who we have in the chat and then uh, we'll get going on this thing uh, we got patrick saying this is <laughs> he says this is the best film in the series all right man i gotcha neil's in the chat saying uh is this the one with the gymnastic scene that was yeah. that one was nasty yeah. that was five yeah. that was a bad one man Oof. yeah i don't remember it but i didn't want to say yes or no in chat yet right triv's in the chat saying look look at this sexy group <laughs> all right <laughs> thanks triv <laughs> Flamethrower in the chat saying, I don't drive behind logging trucks because of two, and I don't go to the tanning bed because of part three. <laughs> yep, pretty They're much. not good for you anyway. Come on. They give right? you skin cancer just like the sun. Hey, look, one thing we can say is that this series has really shown us how to be more careful in life, you know, to make better decisions, right? Um, let's see. Neil says, I can't remember remember them all, right? <laughs> exactly. Dan's in the chat saying, hey, guys. What's up, Dan? How you doing? Hey. And we got Ginger Ninja in the chat saying, hey, all. Some of the kills in this were brutal. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. My absolutely. Saw comment last weekend, you said, you'll be surprised. No, I was like, they totally went the Saw route. I totally jinxed myself, but that's what I didn't want to happen. <laughs> Just to throw that out there for you here last week. Right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, and uh, let's see, Triv was asking, is this the one with the giant piece of plate glass dropping? No, that was two. Mm -hmm. yeah, that was that, that was, was in Final Destination two. That was that was a rough one, man. That one's still the roller coaster. Am I yes. wrong that I still laugh at that one? Because it's just the way the character runs. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was kind of played for a little bit of, of comedy before it happened. So I definitely understand mm -hmm. what you're saying about it. Um, so before we get going, let's let's just do a quick take on this. Um, we'll just kind of go around uh, the panel here. I'll start with you, Angela, and then you, Kill, and then you, Coriander. Uh, what's your quick take on this movie? Not my most favorite one. Um, now that I watched four of them, definitely not my most favorite. I don't like roller coasters, but I found myself laughing at the ridiculous physics of it all. And I was like, maybe mm -hmm. I'm not afraid of roller coasters anymore. So it might have cured my fear. Good point. Okay. All right. <laughs> How about you, Kill? Uh, I, I love this one. Um, I, it, it, for me, it's so close between this one and part two. I, I love them both. Uh, and uh, this one, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> the kills in this one, some of them are just extremely brutal and fun, mm -hmm. and it was it was just a good ride because I am not a big fan of roller coasters, so that was some nightmare fuel. <laughs> no, right you're there. not. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll have to get into a story about that. We'll do. We'll see what we get to that nice. point. All right. How about you, nice. Coriander? <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed all these movies. You know, I liked the ways of you know the different kills that all these characters go through and yeah i enjoyed it absolutely okay we'll get ready to talk about this thing we're going to finish getting set up for just a quick second so for you guys in the chat for you guys watching the replay sit back relax you know what time it is you think it's over now you're wrong
I'm a man of my word. Hey. Yeah. 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 All right, let's get down to brass tacks. And Kill, let me just, I gotta tell this story, man. And I know you don't like roller coasters, <laughs> but you gotta correct me if I'm wrong on this memory, though. But we went to uh, Six Flags. Do you, do you remember that? Okay. Yes. And oh, yes. It was me and Kill, and it was it was D, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. So it's me, Kill, and my older cousin, right? And they have this huge uh, roller coaster, the Superman roller coaster, and we got on it. And Kill's like, "I'm not getting on this thing." We were we were talking at the time. We were referencing this movie, and we get to the top of the roller coaster. And and, and what happened, Knight? What happened? It stopped. Right. So the roller coaster stopped because they had to double check on you know something or whatever you see the guy walking up the stairs behind us now my cousin is cracking up and i'm like i'm like i gotta see where my brother's at my brother is a thousand feet down on the ground somehow out of a huge crowd he's able to stand out and he's pointing (laughs) up at us like Y'all stupid! What are y'all doing up there? It was so funny. Oh, that's awesome. I wasn't worried though. It was yeah, a fun but, roller coaster ride. Wow. But we actually but it had, got we, stuck. We, well, it did get stuck. <laughs> we were stuck there for like I don't know, fifteen minutes. But we got to go again though. It's so long. No, that's so long. I would not go okay. a second time. I would be like, never again. I'm okay. out of the roller coaster. <laughs> now, I I just need right. to clarify something. They were stuck yeah. for at least half an hour. It was not 15 minutes, and the area that I was at was the exit for you guys, which is the gift shop, and I was eating ice cream, and I was able to look right up to you guys and be like, this is what happens. This (laughs) is what happens. He was all the way down the ground. What are y'all doing? It was funny. Anyways, let's get this let's get this thing going all right so this movie this movie starts off obviously it's the third movie in the franchise this was planned to be a trilogy and this movie was directed by james wong who also directed the first uh final destination and it has mary elizabeth winstead in it ryan merriman and they were basically the leads and i thought they were really good with each other i'm just going to go around the panel I'll, i'll start with you coriander and then kill and then angela when this movie started off what was the vibe you were getting especially being this is the third one in the series i mean it looked like a good time you had a bunch of seniors out at a theme park you know you Mm -hmm. had uh what the hell is her name wendy there wendy yeah wendy Mm -hmm. taking pictures for the yearbook Mm -hmm. and it looked like a freaking good time if you ask me yeah i i definitely enjoyed um the opening of it it really did feel like you know how you feel at an amusement park just having some fun how about you kill what were you thinking in the beginning of the movie yeah I, well you know it, it looked like a really cool amusement park that i would like to go to uh mm-hmm. the chemistry was there with these two couples you know they're just mm-hmm. out trying to have fun and interacting with other uh you know classmates and so forth so you know just like all of these movies it starts off very innocent very sweet very nice very normal and then then we start to go into you know things knocking into other things and this and that and then all of a sudden a cat you know goes through your heart or some weirdness so yeah (laughs) (laughs) kind of like an alien situation but a cat yeah yeah you know it's always the craziest (laughs) rube goldberg machine (laughs) of death in this bad imagery um and angela i'll, I'll point uh, the first question to you um now obviously the the roller coaster scene was the the mainstay of this one and do have a few images showing them shooting it which i thought they had some cool shots in it what did you think of how the roller coaster scene was depicted 
Um, it's funny you say what you did because as it's all playing out and stuff, I was like, damn, they worked really hard on this whole thing because it's so intricate and it's literally seconds of a shot. And it must have taken them several days just to film this few minutes of yes. the movie because it was changing so quickly, so rapidly. There's so much going on. Mm-hmm. It was rather impressive to think about the behind the scenes aspect and how they accomplished it. Yeah, yeah. They said it took them, mm-hmm. I think they said the first two or three weeks. I think it was two. Um, it was two totally just the roller coaster scene that they had to work on. I, and, I uh, believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it paid I, off. It was it was comical in in many ways, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But I also respect what the work that went into every aspect of it. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree. Because it's like physics don't work that way. No, that's not right? how it happens. Like, and I just kept going. Really? No, no. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to jump ahead, and, and I'll get to you in a second, Coriander. But just to to follow your point, like when Lewis was hanging off the side of the roller coaster, it's like he could not hold on like that when it was doing the corkscrew. It's like there's yep. no way he could hold on to that. I don't care how yep. strong there you are. There were many Leverage. moments I was like, yeah. mm, okay, just just let the reality go and just be in the moment and the movie. Right. It's movie physics. Sometimes you yes. just gotta let that go. Exactly. Um, Especially in these movies. Well, yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Dan was in uh, Rube Goldberg, Machine of Death. That's a movie title. (laughs) Hey! (laughs) Triv says, I must see that movie. You would say that, Triv. You would say that. (laughs) That's too funny. Um, But Coriander, I mean, you know, we, we get a sense of how things are going. And, you know, like these guys were saying, the couples and so forth, you see people they are just having fun doing different events at the amusement park. And then, of course, it comes to the part where they go to the roller coaster. Now, are, are you a, are you a roller coaster person or have you ever been one? <laughs> you know, yeah, our, my class, my senior class went to, I think, a place in New Hampshire where Canopy mm-hmm. Lake Park. And they okay. had, yeah, like roller coasters and yeah, so I have. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. And also, and I know you appreciated also a small shout out to Tony Todd, because although he wasn't yeah. physically in the movie, he was the voice, voice of the right? devil. You know, yeah. so when you talk about devil's flight, and he was also the voice of the uh, conductor on the uh, subway too at the end. But yeah. as soon as you saw this roller coaster you just get bad vibes man you really really do i i personally do like roller coasters but even myself i was just thinking man this is not gonna end too well kill as this starts off they go up that big climb and then they just start booking down hill what were you thinking how did those scenes hit you when stuff started to hit the fan well well first things first i, I just gotta gotta say these uh, ride conductors, these teens, are the yeah. worst ever. <laughs> right. and, and I'm sorry, you not only have, you know, Mary Elizabeth who has a loose camera, and they're like, okay, put the camera away, but then you got, you know, <laughs> Molester, Molester McFly in the back. Yeah, 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 whatever. Right? <laughs> Frankie Cheeks. You know, Frankie, you wouldn't get away with that, that behavior nowadays, sir. You, you, you're you not a nice young man. Uh, he has a camcorder that he just, oh, I'm just going right? to, I'm just going to tuck it, you know, and it's mm-hmm. like, what? Like, yeah. really? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, I, you know, being that this is the third movie of this franchise, you know, this is going to end horrible. You know, right. this is just, you know, and, and when I was first watching this, you know, back when it first came out, I was just salivating as like, ooh, how are they going to die? What's going to happen? And right. in my wildest imagination of some of the deaths, I, could, I couldn't I could call it, you know. Right. I, I, I was, you know, even to this day, like some of them, you know, people being beheaded or disemboweled or just falling to your death i mean that like thank you right here this sequence right here where you're holding on for dear life and you're, you you yeah. realize i can't hold on anymore i'm gonna die like, i that, would die that is... so fast it's not even funny like i kept watching i'm like you're holding on way longer than i could have like right i don't think you, i would you, even you... catch if it, if it fell i'd be like oh Oh, butter. Oh. <laughs> Is that yeah. the sound you would make too? <laughs> Sweet <laughs> With release. Jazz hands and everything. Go out with a flare. 
right? <laughs> nice. Yeah, but it, it's it's crazy stuff, man. Dan Dan saying I almost vomited on the teacups right when I took my pre-K class on a field trip. Those teacup rides are badass, though, man. Oh, that's shit. You gotta have a strong constitution for those those you rides, do. though. So I hear you, Dan. You know, I don't think I. Yeah, and I don't think I could do a roller coaster now. Like when I was in my teens and early twenties, even probably thirties, I'd be okay. But it's weird now that I'm like older. I can't handle like motion like I could, so I probably couldn't do it. Okay, I hear you. Neil saying, um, "I love roller coasters, but at the same time, they terrify me. I spend those couple of minutes climbing the hill at the start, wondering why the hell I got on this thing." Yeah. Right? You know what the secret to avoid the having to have that thought is just don't get on it. True enough. <laughs> but the adrenaline you get is awesome. They're exciting. I enjoyed yeah. it. So yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But um but yeah, Angela, as stuff is starting to happen, I know you talked about <laughs> the laws of physics were definitely rebuked. Um but were there any of those deaths that you either thought uh was noteworthy? Or just major jaw drop on the roller coaster. I kept wishing for at least a decapitation. I mean, we're here for the death and like the chaos, right? That's why you watch these movies. Mm-hmm. So I kept going, "Damn, it's not happened yet. It's not happened." And then towards the end of the sequence, you get the body ripped in half, and I was like, "It finally yeah. happened!" Right? Yeah, man. Like if yeah. you're gonna make me have this anxiety at the beginning, at least give me the payout. And it paid out. I was happy. It- I, yeah. I guess I'm a weird person for liking horror in general. Nobody here is surprised, and we probably all have the same thoughts. Exactly. You know, that's what this is all about. I mean, look at how high that thing is, man. No. That's ridiculous. I'm uncomfortable just with the still. No. Right. Um, but yeah, that 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 last death, well, second to last with um, uh, Kevin. That was rough, man, because he just got torn in two. It just looked really bad, man. It really, really did. But of course, just like all these other movies, um, you know, Wendy's character realizes that she was seeing this in a vision. She freaks out and she's like, "I got to get off of this ride." And you know, unfortunately, her boyfriend was not one of the ones that got off. But it was just not funny. I was about to say it's funny, but I don't mean funny as funny, funny. But just you know, as soon as she got off and. They were escorting her down the stairs and outside, and you know, like, well, we'll call your mother and all that type of stuff. And all of a sudden, boom! Like within two seconds of them taking her outside, it happens, and it's like, mm-hmm. wow, Coriander. Obviously, one difference I thought about this one versus the other uh, the other movies is that you don't have that that romantic type of tie in with the leads like one mm-hmm. and two. What did you think about that as far as how Wendy and, and Kevin were portrayed? Because I thought they worked really good together, but they were obviously... Think... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you know, what... If, of course, you know, if something like this is going to bring these two together. They were friends. Their boyfriend and girlfriend were friends. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. they tragically lost the people that they cared for. So how could you not, even if they weren't close and didn't really care for each other, this would definitely, I saw that, yeah, how could it not bring you closer together? And I liked the chemistry between them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was actually really, really good. And maybe, maybe the best chemistry of of two leads so far between one, Mm -hmm. two, and three. Um, And I, and I just thought about that just now in my head. Um, But, you know, at this point, you know things start to kind of fall in line too because Wendy talks about how she felt like it was a force that is with her you know she was thinking about her boyfriend you know wondering if he if she could connect with his spirit but instead she just feels this heavy force around her basically you know a personification of death kill what did you think of that concept do you think it was done as well as part one and two and obviously at that point in the story how did you take it yeah, I thought it was I thought it was done well. I mean, of course, you know, I love Tony Todd and if he was in it some way, if they figured some way to shoehorn him in, I would have been all down for it. But mm-hmm. I feel by this time, you don't really need him. You know, we just know that, you know, like if you mess up the death's plan, 
eventually you're gonna get it like literally everyone in this series and please let me know if i'm if i'm wrong eventually they die you know eventually you know uh and uh and i'm I'm sure we'll talk about that towards the end of this because i i really like the way this one ended um Mm -hmm. but you know i i I, i'm of two minds and, and i'll be very brief with this Mm-hmm. Like I was saying earlier with like the Rube Goldberg machine of like, all right, you're in a room and you're trying to death proof it. But mm-hmm. like just the craziest things like the wind blows a marble, the marble hits a toy, <laughs> the toy hits this other thing. And then all of a sudden you end up dying by your microwave blowing something in your face, shards of glass. And it's like, how did you go from that? But right. it's a movie and it's a part of the ride and, and we go with it. But mm. I will, I, in a way, I feel this one, and, and I could be like off with this. I felt it was a little less of that. Where, I agree. Okay, yeah, I thank you. Okay, yeah. okay. And, and, and I, I'm not going to say if that's a good or bad thing, but the second I think it's movie, a good thing. okay, thank you. Yeah, I, I agree as well. But the the yeah. second movie just had so many of those. Like, you know, like, am I playing mousetrap? What 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 is going on here? You know. <laughs> but I agree. this this yeah. one was a little bit more straightforward. You know, hey, if you're working out like a dumbass near <laughs> oh my God. like double swords, about the dumbest of dumbasses. I, 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 can, can I just that say something? Painful to watch. That that right. was testosterone locker room like like to a million and i'm sorry if, if, if i'm in the gym i'm not gonna work out close to two giant swords right? but right? once again i appreciated that it wasn't a million other little things that right. added to that finally happening it was it was pretty straightforward like yeah you know yeah but. i do think I did, the deaths were a lot more straightforward and they were were pretty brutal like like what we were saying and and like you said everyone everyone has died up to this point the only two people that that their fate was kind of unknown was in in part two at the end with kimberly and and the sheriff but supposedly in a deleted scene or it might have been an extra or something like that it's not known as canon in the franchise but they met their end at a, a, a with an accident with a wood chipper but it's not really canon in the series it was like a deleted scene or something like that silly so but you're right eventually this this gets just about everyone and it's it's really really it's yeah it's badass But um, let's get to the first death after all of that, which is, of course, the tanning booth um, death, Angela. Now, obviously, you, you you get into the different stereotypes. So we obviously have the stereotypes of these two. And, you know, they want to look good for the, for the event and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to the tanning salon. Give me your, your, your take on this whole thing, how that went for you. As somebody who has been in a tanning bed for many years until she got tattoos and would know my tattoos are too precious for the tanning bed to destroy, I was watching this going, okay, like, I wouldn't be that way alone. Like, no way. There's no way. I've never seen this one. And I was like, what if something happens? Not like I would burn up and like they did, but getting stuck and I don't know. It was slightly painful to watch. Yes very painful to watch I mean, and, and i and the, also couldn't help but laughing at the absurdity of all of it which was really really good way to release some of the tension because it wasn't like unrealistic absurdity i could legit right. see some of the girls i went to high school with being this way mm-hmm. absolutely um and and the effects on it as well coriander i'll, I'll throw it to you too like you know when they showed them burning up and stuff i mean it looked pretty damn you know good for the effects what it did you think brutal. of the, the death yeah it was it was very it brutal for them that's all i have to say i would right? never be in this situation because i've never tanned in my life so right. yeah i mean it sucked for them it was horrific man i mean seriously burning alive that would be a bad way to go what about you kill yeah this is gonna sound very morbid but I laughed at this scene. <laughs> Only, I mean, it's a horrific scene, but it's so many things. One, you have mm-hmm. the, uh, the song Roller Coaster going on in the background. Right. And, you know, they're, they're twitching their feet, they're dancing, you know, in, mm-hmm. in their boxes. And then once again, you have so many 
ticky-tack things happening, the lotion bottle blocking the door and squeezing yes. out, you know, this, that, and it's like... I uses that as a doorstop. I want to I start know. <laughs> right there. Like, who in their right mind would even do that? I know. I, I agreed. As soon as he did that, I was like, what the hell? What are you doing, dude? <laughs> These bitches gonna die. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. At least one of them's gonna die in this moment. Uh, oh, yeah. Neil talking about the tallest coaster is 456 feet. Ooh. Nope. Wow. Nope. Nope. Yeah. That's crazy. No, thank you. Right. No, thank you. Crazy. But yeah, that death that death was was something. I mean, it really was bad. I mean, it really it really got me. But after that, you know, I think that's kind of when you really kind of got on track with the two leads um, with Kevin and Wendy. Um, Kevin had brought to Wendy's attention the whole story or some of the history of flight 180 and how you know obviously as we know alex you know stopped several of the people from being on it when it blew up and so forth um coriander like for you and and this movie was meant to be kind of a standalone they they actually said that was the idea with this movie it's a sequel but they wanted it to kind of be in its own little you know bottle so to speak whereas part two really was linked to part one as far as how death yeah. you know affected all of the characters from one and two like in a big circle but coriander for you do you think that um you know that story you know kevin letting wendy know about it and at first she didn't want to hear none of that you know she what were did. you thinking at that point in the story i mean so one of them had to look back and discover mm -hmm. it because they, it, it, it's always discovered you know what i mean someone right. always finds out about something like this so mm -hmm. yeah i mean i thought that it worked out just fine you know yeah. at first like you said she didn't believe what he was mm -hmm. saying and she didn't want to hear any of it but right. didn't she like look into it or something and yeah yeah, yeah. she started After the to, photos when she started to see the correlations she started yep. to look into it yeah because yeah. she realized that when she saw um the uh, she was going to call the girls you know before they went to the tanning uh tanning booth inside the beds and she had looked at the photos and she had seen how the the picture was all you know um um you know distorted and so forth by the way too the other thing that was really cool and i think we talked about this in part one and we've kind of um skimmed around it but the whole idea of the deaths you know being shown in the photographs they took that inspiration directly from the omen and, and, and I've always said that I felt like, you know, the series, you know, paid a lot of homage to the Omen, mm -hmm. how these deaths would just kind of work themselves into into being, so to speak. So but they specifically took the idea of the deaths um, directly from the Omen. As a matter of fact, if you think about it, that one um, shot that they have where um, the roller coaster is coming at uh, Wendy's boyfriend, I think I had that image up earlier this one right here you know it, there's a correlation you know with that and also um the uh, picture in the omen with the priest who obviously you know he gets impaled you know so it's um it's pretty cool that way but kill after that you know we go to the next death and that was the one at the drive-thru and by the way this one i was just like holy crap because mm -hmm. there was a couple things that almost happened like the guy backing into the side of them and stuff like that but what was your take on, on this death was it effective but did you like it and what uh this one wasn't bad um you know <laughs> once again you know like them being stuck there and kind of realizing the rules of the game now like okay right. If, the, if a weird song comes across the radio or if just something just seems a little off you might want to get the hell out of dodge and i love i love that they're just like look screw this let's go let's get out of here you know not right. today satan you know so it's like i i really enjoyed it and and one thing else i i just want to piggyback on something you were saying as far as the photos i love the foreshadowing photographs i love mm -hmm. that they added that you know and it really became a focal part to the point where both of our protagonists are kind of like do we even want to look at our photos you know and that that's something that i, I don't know what i would want to do. do would you want to see the photo of how you're gonna die and and i love that the 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 guy he was just like i just you know i, I just want to make sure nothing goes up my butt or something <laughs> you know you know i don't want to die in a really 
bad, embarrassing way. So I just right. thought that that was a really interesting kind of that's the kind of Tony Todd that replaces Tony Todd a little bit mm -hmm. because yeah. now you have these photos that are foreshadowing mm -hmm. exactly how you're gonna die. And I'm part of watching it for me was looking at those photos and wondering, yes. all right, mm -hmm. so that sign says kill and it's kind of like these triangles, but okay is that gonna be the, you know and and that yeah. added another layer for me i agree i so. liked that after the death they still showed some of the photos and you started to piece things more together uh, about how the photos actually play into the foreshadowing of it i thought that was really mm -hmm. brilliant to to show them even after it added mm -hmm. to the story yeah yeah, yeah. it definitely yeah. gave it gave I a little bit of a freshness than, to it yeah and like you were saying about part two all the premonition that kind of mm -hmm. took its place with the, was the photos so yeah mm -hmm. yeah that yep. made it yep. a lot better absolutely and of course you know this whole thing with the drive-through when you saw that truck coming down the hill and the guys like eighty thousand feet behind it going ooh, ooh, it's like dude you're not gonna <laughs> You're not gonna stop it. I mean, you know. I was wondering it, if they were breaking all the rules. I was like, okay, the third one sometimes breaks all the rules. Are you actually legit breaking these rules? Like, you can't. It's, it's still too early right. in the movie. Right. But I questioned it several times. I'm like, whoa, you're gonna break the rules. Right. You can't right. do this. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's coming down the hill, and I'm just like, wow, what's gonna happen? But you, know, but I gotta admit, each death, you know, obviously this one we're talking about right now, it it was you know it happened in a way that i didn't necessarily expect so that was kind of cool you know it definitely wasn't you know plain jane type of stuff and coriander i remember we were talking about what what did you think of how poor frankie i mean the motor to the back of the head what, what did you think of that death that was you know interesting shit. who would have thought that the guy in front would have yeah would have the motor of a car the fan Right? Yeah. I know. It was crazy. I, like, I, I loved then, it. It was great. Yeah, and then it, it spun again and like ripped off the other the last part of it, the back of his skull. I was like, oh man, that was, it was kind of a good jump scare. You don't they don't do jump scares very often, but I think that was a good jump scare because you that weren't was. expecting it. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. You're right, you're right. Um and it was really, really effective. It really, <laughs> really was. But, you know, like you guys were saying, you know, them trying to figure out these things um, with the photographs, I think that that was a really nice, that was a really nice little added feature to the movie. And it kind of made you part of what was going on. And I thought it was really, really cool. But Kill, now I'll go to you. I mean, let's just talk about dumbass Lewis, um, because, you know, they go to him, they tell him about, you know, the two deaths that have happened. He obviously knows what happened on the roller coaster. And it's like, and I will say this. One thing about this this movie, and, and I'll throw it to you in a sec, Kill, but with this movie, like uh Kevin and Wendy, they were truly on their own, man. Like nobody wanted to believe them. Not right. at all. Whereas in the first two movies, you at least had, you know, one or more people, if nothing else, kind of just be like, okay, let me just hang with you for a while because you know something I don't know, you know. Mm -hmm. But in this one, like everybody was like so standoffish uh, to, to Wendy and, and Kevin, which I thought was, I mean, it's, it's good for the movie. You know, I'm thinking you guys are stupid asses, you know, as the viewer. That's what I'm thinking, you know. But let's talk about Lewis and, and the locker room thing. That, that was just the weight room thing, I should say. That was just ridiculous. Well, well look, I, I guess the one thing I'll say is this. You can be a skeptic all you want. But yeah. if you if you lived through this because someone said, hey, this, this is going to kill you, uh, and you get off and you live, you kind of owe them, you know, uh, you kind of owe them one, you know. And right. if they come back and they say, hey bro you're gonna die if you don't kind of get with us and let's 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 workshop this this scooby-doo gang this okay uh right. you know it's like <laughs> come on and and, and 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 i gotta take it one step further because in the second movie uh who's it tc carson his character yeah. was kind of the same way so yeah he was. Know, men of color Let's listen to, to people, okay? Let's please. Let, let's Although give you better they than this. They, they rectify that in four. 
Yes, they do. So and, progression. And you know what? And you know what? And I bet you, I bet you that might be why they did it. They might have said, you know, we got to stop making these dudes look so damn stupid. Yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> too real. I'm being real. But <laughs> you know? but the the, the 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 death itself. I mean, you know, and and uh, you know, we were just talking about like jump scare kind of deaths. Yeah. I love that it played with our expectation yes, you know because we just assume extremely anxiety inducing with everything that was going on with the photos and what was in the room like i was yes. i was like i might actually like freak out a little bit have to take a few minutes because i can't <laughs> i mean like this, this, this one the adrenaline ah oh yeah yeah i mean it was it was overload in there but but this one like as soon as this death happened the first thing i that came to my mind was fatality i you know it's just, yes. it, was, it, was just it, it was just it's awesome <laughs> it was a badass death man because like when you're yeah. in the weight room and i mean you know how this is kill i mean in the weight room there's a lot of equipment that could just mess your day up mm-hmm. yeah a thousand oh, yeah. fold right but the way they depicted this weight room which which is not how a good weight room should be anyways but all the machines are close all the guys are like right beside each other doing curls and stuff and that machine that um lewis was on i don't know why they would have it behind swords like that that was just kind of <laughs> stupid you know what i mean coriander you were saying the same thing too you're like well, why is it by the by the swords i mean it was just ridiculous but anyways, one good but, thing yeah. it was quick. He didn't feel a fucking thing, so good for him. That is true. No, that, that is true. like a zit. I've been waiting. To <laughs> exactly. Ah, oh, <laughs> uh, yes, yes. <laughs> but you're right, though. You're right. Yeah, that it was. It was a rough one, man. But you know, once that happened, you know, they're basically like, "Look, we're running out of time. We got to figure this thing out." And then, of course, after he dies, um, Ian McKinley. He's next on the list with his his girlfriend Erin. So they go to see them, and then he, this scene I really really enjoyed when they go to where they work at at the um, uh, the warehouse, and uh, I thought that was a really good set design. But real quick, just to get back to the chat, Neil Neil was saying it would have been even cooler if there was a Motorhead song playing on his radio. Oh, <laughs> good one, good one. <laughs> Angela saying the irony. <laughs> missed opportunity yeah there was the missed opportunity wasn't there but um but yeah when they go to the hardware store angela you know when they're first telling these guys and they don't believe it either right even more so they're being like asses to to kevin and wendy what did you order the pigeons i wanted that guy to die as soon as he started shooting at the pigeons i was like this is so not cool i'm i'm over your character you you can die and I'm okay with it. I yeah. have no sympathy for you. He was such a jackass, man. <laughs> but um but yeah, the scene is starting off. He's shooting pigeons and and uh and Aaron is just basically go, okay, well tell me the story. They're telling her the story and they're just not buying it. I mean Coriander, obviously we saw that with Lewis. We've seen that in some of the other movies where people don't buy it or they're jerks or whatever. How did you think that this scene went and then of course the death with the nail gun? I mean, I thought this was a great scene, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. these two just, they weren't believing anything. Right. And yeah, just as soon as the whole shit started going down with that uh, hammer like falling off the wall and yes. knocking that other what, truck machine, whatever the hell it is, the forklift or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and moving it forward and mm-hmm. once all that started into motion, yeah, you knew shit was gonna go down and it was gonna go down good and yeah, this was a brutal scene. I mean, this poor girl falls and falls back into a nail gun and yeah, gets helmeted to the back of her head like ten. So it was crazy. Way, yeah. way this was many. the moment where I was like, they were yeah. implying this is the saw moment of the movie. I thought of all of you guys in chat that moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he really nailed that one. Good one. Uh... Good, one. Good one. Yes, no, I mean, it definitely, and it was a rough one, too, because not mm-hmm. only did they show each one going into her, but then after that, she kind of let out a like a little gasp yeah. at the end. I, I, I will say um, the effect was, was very, very believable, okay. the way it looked. Yeah. I mean, you know, and this might have been the one death that was kind of... Um, 
you know, one thing happens and another thing happens. I think this is one of the few deaths that had, you know, a lot of those types of dominoes, types of moments. But as soon as it happened, and as soon as you saw that look on Ian's face, I was just like, yeah, this isn't going to be good because he's already a jackass. I know what's going to happen. He's going to be involved with something coming up, you know. He's already got exactly the, the tryout of the serial killer going on as far as we can see. like Right? Of, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and of course, maybe he does- it was dinner. You know, some people would eat pigeon. Come on. <laughs> you never know. Jeez. <laughs> oh, All right. <laughs> but he goes to follow Wendy. You know, she, she she's figuring um, that we got to figure this out. It's her and Kevin. And they go to this celebration that they have for the town, the tricentennial and all that. Kevin's doing security work and, and uh, Wendy's coming there. And un- unbeknownst to them, her sister is there too. So, Kill, take me through at least the beginning of this because the fireworks are going off. Kevin is thinking that, that that's what's going to get him because of the overexposed picture that uh, Wendy had looked You're at. You're forgetting so one of the most important parts, though. They What's don't that? know who was in the the carts between when or not Wendy's death, the the chick's death with the nails, right? And there's there's a whole gap of who is this? Yeah, she figures. Yeah, and, and when she looks on the camera, it was because mm-hmm. of that bracelet that she figured out that it was her sister. Which, and of course, her sister had her arm up like that. Just <laughs> the bracelet would be in the view of it, but. You know, it is what it is. It's movie logic. You gotta love it. But yeah, no, that that was kind of messed up. And it was funny because before that, the two of them kind of reconciled a little bit. You know, as far as just being cool with each other again and all that, because their sister was kind of, you know, how it is—the younger sibling and all that. You know how that's right. How that is, right, Kill? Um, sure. So- <laughs> all right, so Kill. I have an older I mean- brother. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. But. What did you think of how the scene was setting up at the tricentennial? Because well, well, at this well, point, well, for me, I had no idea what was going to happen. Right, and and I liked that. But for one, if he if he's doing security, I'm sorry. That's this is this is a time when you call your boss and say, "Look, I might die pretty soon, so I don't think I can secure the the flammable fireworks at this right. bicentennial event." Uh, but I, I like how like he he sees you know the, the photo and he's like oh my god he looks right at the fireworks and he's like uh so he he already is kind of on guard and he's like hey you kids get away from that stuff you know this right. and that but you know as you're going through the scene you know then they realize uh the sister is there with her friends and he's he's trying his best to like hey come here and you know i, I gotta talk to you about this and the sister's not having it right. and you just have so many things that can kill you at this you could be trampled by a horse you know fireworks blowing up flammable gases just cannons people can't yes oh thank you cannons or you could be dragged behind a horse yeah (laughs) which by the way let's be real she would have been killed when the horse stopped and then started back up and she and she mm-hmm. was pulled in the other direction. I mean, we're talking, you know, that's some Gwen Stacy stuff going on. She would have been killed. But anyway. That's um, a lot of that's a lot of horsepower. Her... <laughs> <laughs> we are with the puns tonight between you and Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, so 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 the horse is pulling her, and again, um, you know, you're you're just wondering what's gonna happen because they also don't know the order for her sister and her friend right um but angela when it happens <laughs> it took me by surprise did it take you by surprise because because yes. everything had stopped at that point because he's because kevin had saved her mm-hmm. so when she's getting dragged by the horse at one point i was like she'd already be dead but movie physics right. go with it that <laughs> whole thing was rather freaking intense like i was holding my breath at moments i was like oh shit she's gonna get impaled wait what just happened she's not impaled she got saved by a sword that could have also killed her she is right. one lucky bitch and then when her friend comes <laughs> over and they're like you're who's next if it's not mm. you and did we save you or who anyways because i don't think they've quite figured out the skipping part yet like cognitively yeah. vocalized it and then it the stick comes out of nowhere and i was like oh right <laughs> and she I slides 
She also slides so, down, down a little bit. Yes, the yeah. whole sequence between the horse and this was like completely, I didn't know what to expect and I loved it. Yeah, no, it, it, it all happened so good. fast. It also, I hope good. she got paid a lot for how little bit she was actually in the movie. Right? <laughs> That's a good point too, holy shit. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, things are just happening one thing after another and Coriander, of course, you know, like I said earlier, I knew Ian was going to be some part of this this finale. And of course, he shows up right after that. And he was talking about how well, I've seen what's happening and I know I know who's next and all that type of stuff. When he came back, what did you think he was going to do? How did you think it was going to play out? Like when you first saw this? You know, I don't know, because like you said, he was following her and being all creepy and you could even see the way that he would look at her, you know, that he after because he thinks that she like has something to do with his girlfriend's death mm-hmm. so yeah i mean i i thought it was interesting how it all played out and how we figured out oh you think so i'm gonna be like the cause of your death and mm-hmm. then the next thing you know you see that like machine that's holding a sign come down and crush him and rip him in half and yeah it was it was great yeah, no, it, it it was it was rough. Yeah, and the twitch, and he gave the finger too. Kill. What, what did you think of the death? Well, you know, one thing about Ian, I, I don't like him shooting the pigeons, but his girlfriend just died, so he's mourning in his way, which you know it could be a little creepy and a little murderous. Uh, right. But essentially, this movie, death don't like couples. So it's just like, I'm going to kill your girlfriend, your boyfriend, and your girlfriend. Uh, Mm -hmm. But what what I liked about this scene is he kind of had that same feeling of, I'm invincible. I can't die. And and, and Mary Elizabeth is kind of like, hey, stay away from me. And he's like, oh, the way you should have stayed away from my girlfriend so she wouldn't have died. You know, and and it, it it was just interesting to see his take on mourning. Because yeah. his take on mourning was a lot more aggressive and had, mm-hmm. you know, evil intent. Whereas everyone else is like, oh, I just want to sit here and cry and, and, right. and you know, this and that. So I, I liked the difference in, you know, because people mourn in different ways. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. yeah I think I mean, it was yeah. really good timing, too, because it was getting closer to her death. So it was like, mm-hmm. is he actually going to get his wish? Because he got skipped. Mm-hmm. And we're watching people get skipped or die. And it's getting close to her her role or her part of the sequence. I was like, is he actually right. going to get to kill her? Right, right. Yeah, I, I was wondering too. And like you said, he was so boisterous. He's like, just tell me how to start it off. Let's do this. And I was just like, wow. But, um, you know, obviously he gets crushed. And again, the effect was 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 really, really good. It, it was gruesome. Very it was gruesome. juicy. Yeah, that's 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 one way to word it. It really and it was. It was a really good effect. It was. And a, matter of fact, um, James Wong, who directed it, said that he um, he wanted it to be a really gruesome death. You know, to kind of you know be one of the last ones. And so they really worked a lot on once he was cut in two or whatever, showing the other half of him and you know all that type of stuff, all the blood and guts and stuff. So they really re- they really honed in on that death, but. You know, that happens, and they think it's over, because, of course, she saved um, Kevin, so it skipped her. So they think, hey, we're all good. It's all done. It's five months later. It's, uh, I believe it's Thanksgiving time, and they're coming home and all that Mm -hmm. type of stuff. She's on the subway with her friends, and sure enough, she sees her sister on the subway, at this and 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 again, these these two movies have been interesting because at the end of one, we know that Alex and Clear survived. Alex mm-hmm. died in between one and two, but obviously Clear was in two. And at the end of two, canon-wise, Kimberly and 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 the uh, and the officer survived. So at this point, Angela, did you think that Mary Elizabeth Winstead was going to survive this movie? I wasn't sure what to expect at this point because it's like the um, the one with Kimberly. There was a little bit of a jump between like the big sequence and then the very conclusion of the movie. Yep. So I was like, okay, well, maybe it'll be a happy ending. Mm-hmm. 
I really wasn't sure which way they were going to go with it. Right. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. What about you, Coriander? What did What did you think? Um, did you think that Wendy was going to survive this? That it was over, or what were your thoughts? Well, you know, like we kind of said in the beginning, there usually aren't too many survivors from these movies, so I wasn't too surprised. No. Okay. But that that being said, from one to two, there were two survivors. And from two to three, there were two survivors. So I get. Well, I'll say what I thought. But they got I, killed. Clear was killed. Right, but she she made it to part she two. Is what I'm saying. She at, did. At, the, at, the, yeah, at the end of did. one, at the end of one, Alex and her survived, and at the end of but two, point being, you still get killed. I know that. I'm just saying. At the end of this one. <laughs> What do you well, think they make it to Final one? Destination Four because we know there's five. Right, exactly. <laughs> but but I really did think that she that she would survive or or something like that. But of course, she sees her sister. Kevin's on on the subway too, and then it's funny because when she tried to get off of the subway and was pushed back on before she mm-hmm. first uh, saw her sister, you looked on the the side of the uh, the subway and and it had O eight one, and I was like. Holy shit! That. That's 180 backwards. And I'm like, oh no! So it was just. I like, didn't cool. see that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I saw so, all the other signs about what had happened throughout the show, and I was like, damn! Yeah. I would totally be freaking out too. I'd, I'd want off that. I, right? I didn't see the number. I'm gonna have to rewatch the last bit. Yeah, I mean, Dan talking about the executions back in the day. Yeah. But yeah, I saw the 081, and then when she looked outside and saw it in the mirror, it, it showed it as 180. And I was like, and the look, I will say this, and, and then I'll get to you, Kill. I think Mary Elizabeth Winstead is a really good actress, and she's mm-hmm. done a lot of great movies, especially in horror and thriller. And she really portrayed a lot of emotion, which is one of the reasons that she was cast for this movie. Mm-hmm. She actually auditioned for Final Destination 2. Um, but I can't remember why she didn't get it. But, anyways, but when she sees what ha- what happens, of course, we don't know that it's the vision. But stuff starts happening. Kill. I mean, tell me what what were you thinking, man? <laughs> I I love this ending because yeah. it was it was definitive, and you you got one more cool kill sequence. I mean, it was you like did. you know more bang for your buck. You know she and and and, and the the sad part is you know just like being stuck on a airplane if the plane is already taken off and in the air you can't get out right subway subway train is in motion you you oh sis you're on this train and then like oh god dude you're on this train too oh we're we're dead we're dead right <laughs> we're, we're we're all gonna dead we're all we're all in the same spot yeah it's rap yeah. uh and I just thought it was once again it just illustrated that you can't cheat death you can only postpone it and they were able to postpone it an extra five months and now it's time to pay the check good point (laughs) five months five months what about you angela what did you think of the the subway scene it was intense um i wouldn't have changed anything about it and i like that it just ended and you're like i know what's gonna happen they're not right like the finality of it just means you go shit yeah. they really had it out for these characters they really meant they wanted it to be a one-off like yeah i, I, I like the dedication to it yeah i agree it was a great ending because you realize after all that stuff happens mm-hmm. it was her vision again and she's looking around and then uh that's when kevin says you know what's wrong and he kind of gets that look on his face by the way like i said both of these leads were really good Mm -hmm. i really think these two leads were great and he has that look on his face she has that look on her face and then all of a sudden boom then it starts to really happen and you see her in the window looking out with the lights kind of flashing and flashing and then it just cuts and it's like that was a really cool and you hear you know crunching and crashing and all that that was a good way to end it. I think that might have been the best ending of these three. But yes, yeah, that's what I thought too. Um, Coriander, as we close, that that's the question I wanted to kind of get to. Did you think this ending was one one of the best or not, or how would you rate it against the first two? And also, the movie will eventually do a ranking. But do you think that this movie, you know, had some fresh stuff to it, or was it kind of worn territory? Because that's what some critics said that it was too formulaic to what had happened in one and two 
You know, I enjoyed this one better than two, just because I thought the whole premonition thing was a lot, like what Killian was saying earlier. Mm -hmm. um, and I enjoyed this ending. I mean, the fact that you got, you know, Wendy here to have another vision of, holy shit, we're going to die. And yeah, the fact that you can't change it this time. Is, mm -hmm. Yeah, that is definitely a final way to end it. And yeah, it was great. I agree. How about you, Kill? How, how do you think this movie stands up to the first two? Uh, like I said, uh, this one is probably my favorite out of all of them. Yeah. Um, and and I, you know, I like a, you know, I I love the endings of the first two, but I like the definitive ending of this, where they don't show the final death, but we know, like you said, when it cuts to right. black and you hear the crunching that unfortunately and i never want to see mary elizabeth die i love mary elizabeth <laughs> but oh, it, it, it it had it had to happen unfortunately and it was a mm. great great way to end the movie yeah, yeah absolutely no i i agree it was a good way way to end it um same question to you angela as far as just you know what do you think of this i know you you said that this one wasn't wasn't your favorite but you know, as far as compared to one and two, any things that that stood out for you that were better or I worse? Think that, I think that this one's done a really good job. That if you didn't watch one or two, you could pick this one up and totally get the franchise. Like, good point. Um, I think that's definitely a very big compliment to James Wan and the other writers for this. I don't remember how many writers there were that they were able to accomplish that because usually there's such a you need to know this history for it to build up with these types of horror franchises but yeah. you don't need it to enjoy this one it's a fun watch i like it has some great depth it's a total fun watch but yes it is not my favorite i'm gonna be one one is my favorite don't okay. hate me i'm like the yeah. only person here who put that on one i feel like no, <laughs> first no first. that's okay that's the great thing about movies is they mm -hmm. they you know hit everyone differently so and 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 for me all three of these movies i've enjoyed you know and i've mm -hmm. actually at different times enjoyed each of them a little bit more than the others you know i mean i think i think this one had a lighter vibe to it you know and they intentionally wanted it to they wanted it to be kind of more fun so to speak you know obviously the amusement park scene before the deaths you know there was some fun in there some comedy some of the characters poking fun at each other and being just kind of you know over the top so that was done intentionally so this one was definitely for me too um just more of a fun one and whereas two you know was kind of a team effort type of movie and one obviously was the first one so it's interesting stuff um but you know we'll be getting we'll be getting to the fourth one soon and that'll be another can of worms to open uh Triv saying I really enjoy one yeah I agree the first one was great yeah it, really, it started really was. it all it started yeah. it all mm -hmm. and and it had some really really tough deaths to watch like you mm -hmm. always say Coriander that bathroom death that one still when we rewatched it and I've seen that movie yeah. many times it still made me cringe seeing it because you know the way right. they shot that death scene it he was flying. being strangled yeah, I mean, everyone's terrified. At least I'm terrified of flying, so, yeah. Mm. Yeah, first good point. One, first one's a good one. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Neil saying, I really enjoy these first three films. The fourth is pretty bad for the most part, and five was okay, I think. Yeah, I hear you, man. And we'll be, we'll be getting to those um, pretty soon. It's definitely a mixed bag for me as well, not to spoil it ahead of time, but yeah we'll see what we get to when we do the fourth uh final destination so but anyways guys that's pretty much about it that we've got for final destination three um and uh you know for you guys in the chat or watching the replay please give the video a like that would help support the channel we'd appreciate it um i also will have the link to angela's channel uh in the description so please check her out she has great content a great content creator herself and we really do thank her for joining us again and um you know we're hoping to have have her on for one more at least and um that should be really fun too be here for the fifth all right that sounds like a plan and uh also guys uh please leave us a comment uh, in the comment section let us know what you think of final destination 3 do you have any favorite deaths do you have any moments in the movie that stood out what you think of the characters let us know we'll have a discussion down there as we head on out 
Neil saying, great stream, guys. Thanks so much, man. We appreciate that. Mm -hmm. And uh, by the way, also as a shout out, um, you know, everyone in the, in the chat, check out all their channels. Check out Triff's channel, but also check out Neil's channel, too. Um, he just did a really awesome review on Night of the Living Dead uh, a few days ago. And it was really... It, it was a touching review. It really was nice um, and very, very well done as he does with all of his reviews. But I do have that um, that video on the channel in a playlist that I'm putting together um, with some other YouTubers um, that I would recommend. So definitely check that out, too. So with that being said, we will catch you guys later. Thank you much for hanging out with us. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, you are the Night Watch. Peace out, guys. Peace. Thank you.